0: The National Broadcasting Company presents Dick Powell as Richard Diamond, Private Detective.
1: Sorry
2: you're coming along, Diamond. Yeah, I'm beginning to be sorry myself. You should be. We're heading for open sea. Looks like it'll be a long ride. You don't know how long, Diamond.
3: We're getting into open water.
2: You're about to go swimming, deep sea style. How far is it to the shore? About five miles now. I can make it. With a hole in you?
0: And here's another exciting half hour with Richard Diamond, private detective, starring Dick Powell.
2: and Detective Agency, happy homicide.
1: You know, that's pretty bad,
2: that oh, is. Oh, my goodness. Walt? Yeah? Well, what can I do for the shining light of the 5th Precinct? You can get right down here. I want you to do me a favor. I'm not going to help Sergeant Otis cross the street again. Tell him to get a governess. This has nothing to do with my brainy sergeant. Now, will you come down? Well, all right. Business is slower than a drunk turtle, so I'll be there in 10 minutes. Thanks. Forget it, forget it. You know what I always say, Walt. No, what do you always say? Bye. <laughs> Well, sometimes that's the way things get started. The phone rings and Lieutenant Walter Levinson, 5th Precinct Homicide, tells me to get down. One word from him and I do as he pleases. So I buttoned my collar, pushed my tie back up into strangling position, and 10 minutes later walked into the squad room of the 5th Precinct where, as always, the king of the jungle was on hand to greet me.
1: Well, good morning, Shamus.
2: Sergeant Otis. Oh, my goodness, you look terrible. Oh, what's wrong? Well, it's pretty obvious. You've been sleeping in the wrong position. What are you talking about? Oh, Otis, stop trying to be a sport. Get rid of the bats in your house. They're used to hanging upside down. Oh, for Pete's sake. Lieutenant in. He's expecting you. Go on in. Thank you, Sergeant. Hello, Walt. How are you, Rick? Been needling Otis again? Oh, a little now. Now you gotta stop that. When you come in, he begins to sulk. I got to work with him all day. Be happy, Walt. Be happy. Think of the 16 hours you're not with him. All those other people. Jumping off bridges, turning on the gas, beating each other with hot paper sacks. Okay, okay. Now, uh, what's with you? Oh. Well, this is a pretty ridiculous thing, and I'm in a tough spot. Well, I'm pretty tough, and you look ridiculous, so let's have it. Huh? Oh. Well, we got a tip that a guy named Wells had a stash of stolen jewelry. You said had a stash. You mean he hasn't got it anymore? That's right, we have. Well, what the world are you mixed up in it for? It's not your department. It wasn't, but when the robbery boys got over to this guy's house, they found him dead. Oh. Murder. Shot through the head with a small caliber automatic. How about the jewelry? In the water pipes underneath the sink. About a hundred grand worth. Now, what do you want me for? Wells' wife says the jewels are hers. We don't believe it. What did you do about it? We put out traces on the jewelry. Went through all the regular channels to find the owner. Nobody identifies it. And if we don't get a claim soon... I've got to give them to her. You mean you've got to turn them over when you think they're stolen? We know they're stolen. They've got to be. These people don't have the fare for a fast meal at the automat, but we can't prove it. What about the guy who gave you the tip on the jewels? Said his name was Mario Cimino. Disappeared. Hmm. You got any lead on who knocked off Wells? We're holding his wife, but we haven't really got a thing. No weapon, no motive, no nothing. So you want me to see what I can do? Yeah. Hold apartments in the spot. Can you imagine what the press is going to say when I turn these jewels over to the wife? Yeah, could be rough. But what in the world can I do that your whole department can't? We have got to solve this thing fast. Or turn the jewels back. Right. Mm. got a murder to solve. We've got a jewel theft to solve. Oh, we that's, that's... nothing. It's really nothing. should be a cinch. Oh, no, not for a cop. He wouldn't be able to put on the right kind of pressure. What do you mean by pressure? Well, uh... oh, Mrs. Wells. Mm, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Chiminos missing. We need him to tell us how he knew the jewels were stolen. If he's a stoolie, guys like that know you'll give them an even shake. Maybe he'll come out when he hears you're looking for him. Okay, okay. Now, what about the wife, this Mrs. Wells? I was holding her till you got here. She's being questioned. You want to see her? Uh, One thing, Walt, before I do. Uh, (laughs) Am I going to like this job? Knowing your taste, I say yes. When the boys brought her in, they walked her through the robbery detail. Everybody went right out and bought yo yo. Walt got up then, hid his yo-yo in the closet, led the way downstairs to a small room. It was dark, except for the single light burning near a desk. In the circle of lights sat a young girl, late 20s, blonde and... uh, well, well, you know. If the State Highway Commission built roads with that many curves, every driver in New York would need seasick pills. She was being questioned you by one of the Jim detectives. Home
1: at what time?
3: I've told you at least a dozen times. I got home ten minutes before you got there and I called
1: you. Your husband had been dead over an hour.
3: I can't help that. I came home and I found him and I called you.
1: Yeah, you called us. But I'm asking you about the jewels. Oh,
3: how many times do I have to tell you? He found them. He found them.
2: Why this routine, Walt? You think she had something to do husband? with it? Only suspect. We're giving it to her like Mario this so you, you know? could take a look without her
1: it. seeing you. Where did
3: your husband get the jewels? He told me he found them. Oh, please, look. I don't know anything about the jewels or how my husband got killed.
1: What'd you do with the gun?
3: I told you that, too. I don't know anything about a gun. I didn't kill him. You understand?
1: Collins. Yeah? Come here.
2: Give her another five minutes, then send her up to my office. He got to turn her loose. Okay, Lieutenant.
3: Somebody bring in the rubber hose?
1: All right, Mrs. Wells. Now, when did your husband
3: find these jewels? Oh, please. How many times do I
1: have to tell
2: you? He found them three yeah, days ago. heard enough, Rick? Fine. Yeah,
3: yeah, let's him. go. Yes, 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 yes!
2: What do you think? Uh, what do you want me to think? The girl doesn't seem too unhappy about the loss of her husband. Well, he'd been away for about four years, up until a week ago. In the Army. Occupation forces in Germany. No criminal record on him, huh? No. Mm. Well, let's see what I can find out. Now, here's the information on the girl. Address, phone number. Thanks. Oh, uh, do some more checking on the husband, and I'll give you a call after I see the girl. How are you going to get in to talk to her? Walt, did I ever ask you how you got promoted to head of homicide? No. Well, you want to tell me? It's simple. Seniority, experience, hard work. Well, just lose the hard work, and you've got a fair idea of how I'm going to get in to talk to Mrs. Wells. (laughs) Well, I had to solve a murder, a $100,000 jewel theft... and get the dear old police force out of hot water. All I knew was that a man named Wells had been shot... and another guy named Mario Cimino had called the law... and told them about a hat full of jewels... that didn't seem to have been stolen from anybody. To clean up a mess like that would take a lot of doing. So I went about it in Diamond's most routine fashion... as unorthodox as possible. I grabbed a cab... Slipped the driver of five to romp over to Greenwich Village a little faster than usual. And before I could say, look out for that streetcar," I was standing in front of a door with a small tag over the bell that read, Vladimir Sokolovsky, artist. Vladimir was an old friend of mine who hears all, sees all, and tells all. For a small price.
1: Who is it?
2: Come on, Vladdy, open up.
1: Go away.
2: It's diamond, Vladimir.
4: I trust no one. You might be working for my landlord.
2: Oh, I'm alone.
4: Scout's honor?
2: Cross my heart and hope to swallow my Emmys. Tovaris,
4: trust with you.
2: Uh, I haven't got much time, Vladimir. Uh-huh. I want you to do me a favor.
4: Oh, for you, a portrait costs only $50.
2: No, uh, uh, no pictures, Vladimir. Oh. Tell me, ever heard of a guy named Mario Cimino?
4: Oh, but of course... No. Hmm. Paid your rent? Same answer. I have a small $10 bill here. Tovaris. You would attempt a lowly bribe.
2: Well, what do you know? Here's another 10
4: I would ask you to stay for lunch, but Greenbaum won't even let me look in his delicatessen window anymore. You understand. 25 <sighs> uh... I only do it because Stalin and I do not agree. <laughs> Mario Cimino. <coughs> Peasant. What does he do? Keeps busy. An occasional stick-up bookmaking owes me 1180 Marianne and the Eight at Hialeah by eight lanes. <laughs> Such a filly. Vladimir. Hmm? Mario Chimino? Oh, yes, the lowlife. For him to find a friend would be like Rasputin running a lonely heart club. Where can I find him? I don't know. Vladimir. It's the truth. Scouts on but of course, if I knew where that peasant was, would I not collect my eleven eighty? Of course I would. Scout's honor, see. You hold up three fingers, Vladimir. Oh, <laughs> a cop <Cub> scout. <laughs> when was the last time you heard from him? When he took my two bucks that wins me eleven eighty. He was in the fish business. Oh, uh-huh. fish business. Yes, I know because he brought me two halibut, which I promptly made into magnificent stew for my landlord. <laughs> was miserable. The stew. No, just the fish. Believe me, товарищ, those two Halibut were so old, they remember Jonah. Was he selling fish? Catching them. Mm. He had a boat. When I went down there to collect my 1180, the bomb wasn't there. Where did he keep the boat, Vladimir? A disgusting place called Schooner Landing. Places like that should be in Siberia. Stinks. Well, uh, thanks, Vladimir. It's you, Towarys. That's Oh, Chichonia, Green Bombs Delicatessen, will you be surprised? Green bumps, Delicatessen, Green Bombs Delicatessen, Green Bombs Delicatessen. Hello, Eve? Send up the works Champagne, caviar, salami. I am a capitalist again.
2: Hello there. Hey, I uh I said hello. Hello. You run this landing? Yep. Know a man named Chimino?
1: Mario Chimino?
2: Yep. Yep. Seen him lately? Nope. When was the last time you saw him?
1: You a cop? Nope. That's mm, too bad.
2: Why do you say that?
1: Owes me a week's rent on my boat.
2: Skipped out? Yep. Understand he was fishing down here, is that right? Yep. How long ago did he rent the boat? Two weeks ago. How long ago did he skip out? About a week. Anything unusual about the things
1: he did? Well, he sure weren't no fishermen.
2: Why do you say that?
1: Didn't know the first thing about it. When he first rented my boat, he used to go out for two or three hours, come back with a couple of fish. Didn't have no rigging to speak of, no live bait, just a pole. Didn't that bother you? Nope. Weren't none of my business. Had a license.
2: You mean a regular fishing
1: license or a commercial? Yep. Commercial? Yep. Did he do anything unusual the last day he was down here? Well, I don't know. He went out about 4 o'clock in the afternoon and was back here by 6.30. Only thing unusual about that, it's a funny time to go fishing. What day was that? We could go tomorrow, Tuesday. Thanks, Pop. Hey, uh, sure you ain't a cop? Uh, yep. G-Man? Uh, nope. Don't say no more than you have to, do you? Nope. Bye, sonny. <laughs>
2: Well, I left the old boy sitting on the dock trying to figure it out and headed for the city hall. Mario Cimino was closer now. I knew a little about him. His whereabouts up until a week ago and the fact that he'd taken out a commercial fishing license. The license I wanted because it would have a picture of Cimino on it. The picture I could turn over to Walt and then we could get out a description on him. I arrived at the city hall, went in, found the department that issues the licenses... They checked with Walt at the station, and ten minutes later, I was heading for Mrs. Wells' apartment with a fishing license and a pretty good photograph of Mario Chimin,o.
3: Yes? Yes. Well, hello. What can I do for you?
2: That's a remark with a lot of answers. Right now, I want to talk. Go ahead. Oh, well, I I get tongue-tied when I stand in the
3: hall. You want in? That's it. Why?
2: Ever see this picture before, Mrs. Wells? What? Come in. Seniority, experience. What? Oh, nothing, nothing.
3: That, uh, man in the picture. Who is he? Don't you know him? I've only seen him once. Oh, uh, we can sit on the couch, Mr.
2: Uh, Diamond. Where did you see this man, Mrs. Wells?
3: Mm, he came up to see my husband. He was leaving just as I arrived.
2: Your husband say who he was?
3: no. He mentioned something about some business he had with this man.
2: Well, if it makes any difference to you, this man in the picture is Mario Cimino. Oh.
3: The one the police are after. The man they think killed my husband.
2: The man who called and told Lieutenant Levinson about the jewels your husband had hidden in the water pipes.
3: Are you from the police? <laughs>
2: well, here we go again. No, honey, I'm, uh, I'm a private detective. Oh. Your husband just got back from Germany a week ago, didn't he?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: By boat? Mm-hmm. What day did he arrive?
3: You've got big blue eyes, haven't you, Mr. Diamond?
2: Uh, uh, yeah.
3: Very pretty.
2: Uh, honey, you, you, you better sit over there. You're scorching my collar. All right. I, uh, uh, where was I?
3: I don't know where you were, Mr. Diamond, but I was thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: what day did your husband arrive?
3: Last Tuesday. Uh, When did he, uh... You must have a hard time combing your hair. Awfully curly, isn't it?
2: I, uh, I'll stop back when i got more time. We'll straighten it out. Please do. <laughs> well, uh, Mrs. Wells. Yes? Uh, the time your husband's boat got in?
3: In the afternoon, around five.
2: Oh, well, thanks, Mrs. Wells. Leaving? Uh, Going home and have another talk with Father.
3: Please stop back. If he misses anything, I'll be glad to fill in.
2: Maybe I'll send Dad instead. It was a little hard getting out of there because my shoe leather had started to burn and my number 10s were beginning to turn up like skis. I rocked my way down to the cab, did a slalom around two lamp posts and a fire hydrant, slid into the back seat, and 20 minutes later I got out across the street from the 5th Precinct Police Station. I was just stepping off the curb when. Call it right here, Diamond. What? What? Don't move. Don't turn around. Oh, well, I hope that's a pipe you got in your pocket. If it is, it's the first one you'll ever see with a trigger in it. Keep smiling and walk back over to that alley. Okay, okay. Not to poke a hole in me. Better to have it poked than blown. Hey, your dialogue's pretty bad. It's fine enough. Now, your name is Diamond, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you mine if you'll give me the gun and let me make you tell me yours. Your dialogue's as bad as mine. Yeah, I guess I deserve that. Okay, I haven't got much time. Give me the picture. Oh, I can't do that. You better or I shoot you. What will Mom say? What's your mother got to do with it? She took it. It's the only one of me on a bear rug facing north. The picture of Mario Tamino. I'll give you three. One. Uh, okay. Thanks.
1: Now stay put. Count ten before you turn around. Believe me, Diamond, I mean it. I'll kill you if you move before ten.
2: You're being pretty silly, Mario. They'll pick you up sure. I don't think so. Oh, by the way, Vladimir says to thank you for the 1180. Tell her it was nothing.
5: Start counting.
2: One, two, butt my shoe, three, four, close the door. Five. You find out something? Well, I sure did. This is the lousiest precinct of the city. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Not two minutes ago, I got stuck up right at your front door. What? Yeah. And I had that picture of Mario Cimino on the fishing license. He swiped that? You just know it. Well, don't yell at me. You haven't solved this mess, have you? No, but I'm pretty close. Well, that isn't close enough. I had to send the jewels over to the wife a few minutes ago. Oh, oh, dandy. Well, I had to. Well, what about the newspapers? They haven't gotten wind of it yet. We still have a little time. Now, what about Cimino? How'd he know you had the picture on the license? Well, somebody gave him the tip. Gave him my description, Uh, but just relax. It wasn't Cimino who stuck me up. It wasn't? Not unless he paid Vladimir Sokolowski eleven eighty in the last hour. Oh, wait a minute. I, I don't understand. Well, you're not alone. I'm a little mixed up, too. Well, let's both get untangled, shall we? Tell me what you found out. All right, all right. Now, listen. Wells arrived last Tuesday by boat in the afternoon around 5. This we know. Mario Chimino was being a fisherman then. Oh. He'd rented a boat, taken out a fishing license. Okay. The day that Wells arrived, Chimino went out in the afternoon, stayed about two hours, came back, and disappeared. And then Wells shows up with a sink full of jewels. Right. Probably had them on the boat. Avoided customs by dropping them overboard, and Cimino picked them up. And Cimino killed him for the loot. Why? Why? A hundred grand in jewels? Why not? Wells was killed in his own apartment, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, if Cimino picked the jewels out of the water, why go and kill Wells? Why not just take off? Wells could never go to the police. Oh. Yeah. and another thing. The pickup was pretty carefully planned. Wells couldn't have done it. He was in Germany. Somebody here had the planet. New Wells had the jewels. The wife? Could be. But where did he get the jewels in the first place? Oh, a lot of that stuff's still hidden in Germany. You check with military intelligence, and I'll bet it ties up. Well, this guy who stuck you up and lifted the picture, you say so you don't think it was Chimino. Maybe there's a third party. Could be, could be, but I doubt it. I got a hunch, Walt. Take me down to the morgue. I want to take a look at Wells. Okay, let's go. So, uh, 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 you owe me 25 bucks. 25? For what? Oh, small bribe. Oh, well, here. What's this? It's as good as money. Tickets. Policeman's benefit. Oh,
6: gee, Walt. You know something? What? You're a real sport. All right,
5: over here.
2: bullet didn't help his face. No. Mm. Why don't you get the army records on Wells? Why? The wife identified him. Good for her, but she missed one slight detail. Yeah? Yeah. This isn't Wells. What? That's right, Walt. This is Mario Chimino. How do you know? From the picture on the fishing license. This is the same guy. Good grief. And you had to go and give the jewels back to Mrs. Wells. But... If you still want to save those jewels along with your hide, you better grab orders and get over there. But... I'll see you when you get there. Now, step on it. But, but, but. I left Walt in the middle of a butt and took off for Mrs. Wells' apartment in a hurry. On the way over, I went through the facts. Chibina was dead. The body in the morgue wasn't Wells. The jewels were undoubtedly the motive, and unless I was wrong, I'd have to move fast to stop them from leaving the state. I went out of the cab and up the steps to Mrs. Wells' apartment. I reached the door and tried it. No luck. So I went in anyway. The front room was empty. I went through the other rooms. Nothing. Clothes gone. Drawers empty. They'd taken off with the hundred grand in jewels. But where to? They had to be smart enough to know they'd never get out of town by the usual means of transportation. So what would be better than to pay up the back rent on Chiminos' boat and go fishing? I left to know where I was headed and took off for Schooner Landing. Pop, uh, which boat was Mario Chimino renting?
1: That one just getting ready to go out, right over there. Thanks, thanks. Go get him, sonny. I knew there was something fishy when they paid
2: up on Chimino's back oh! Well, good afternoon. I represent the sleep type mortuary. What is it?
1: We've got a passenger. Good afternoon, Bob. Diamond.
2: Everybody seems so surprised. I'm sorry you're coming along. We're headed for open sea, Diamond. Well, I might as well take off my shirt and get a tan. Take the wheel, Austin. Leave your shirt on, Diamond. You can take it off when you go for a swim. Oh? And don't get any ideas. I don't want to shoot you until we clear the breakwater, but I will if I have to. You're Wells, aren't you? That's right. How did you figure it? I'll well, partly guesswork. The fishing license tip to Chimino was dead and not me, huh? That's right. You didn't know whether I was working with the law or not, but you had to get that picture to give yourself enough time to get out of the country. Your wife called you and gave you my description. I knew the damage that picture could do if it got to the police, so I had to tag you. Pretty smart. Thanks.
3: We're getting into open water.
2: You can start taking your shirt off, Diamond. I swim pretty well. With a hole in you? Why'd you kill Chimin?o He wanted 50% defensive stuff. I wouldn't buy that. Found him phoning the police and had to kill him. So you put your papers on him knowing your wife would identify him as you. Why didn't you just grab the jewels and take off? You sound like a sterling for something. But I'll tell you anyway. Those jewels are in the sink. I knew the law would be there in 10 minutes, so I had to take the chance they wouldn't find them
0: coming up pretty
2: fast. So what? Well, I hate to spoil the party, but I think it's a Coast Guard. You're nuts. I think dear old Lieutenant Levinson got my little old note. So that's what the star was Bob! about. Oh! Shut up and stay with that wheel. Bob, that boat! Shut up! All right, Diamond, down in that cabin? I'll, I'll get seasick.
1: None of your funny cracks just get down there.
2: I think I'll take this life preserver just in case.
1: Drop it. Sure. Ah! Give me
5: that gun. Bob! What
2: the man said, baby. Stop the boat.
3: Rick. Yes, Helen. Phone view. Walt.
2: Oh, thanks, dear. Uh, hello. Rick. Just got a report from Army Intelligence. The jewels were stolen from a collection that the Germans had evidently hidden during the war. What about Mrs. Wells? She admits the whole thing. She saw her husband on a furlough a year ago, and he told her to expect word when he was ready to move. She contacted Mario Cimino for the fence. she will probably get life. Well, that's too bad. She was the type who really could have had a good time with life. What are you doing? Looking at my beautiful girlfriend, Helen. Oh, thanks. Say hello. The lieutenant says hello, honey.
3: Hello, Walt.
2: Why don't you two get married? Why don't you mind your own business?
3: <laughs> Rick was just going to sing me a song, Walt.
2: Oh, yeah? Well, leave the phone up, Helen. I'll get Otis.
1: Otis? Uh, yeah, Lieutenant. Come here. I want you to hear something.
3: Go ahead, Rick. All
2: right. Oh, uh, Otis listening, Walt?
1: Yeah, I'm listening. Well, get your nose out of my ear. Oh, oh sorry, Lieutenant.
2: What song would you like to hear, Otis?
1: Uh, you are going to sing something for me?
2: Sure, just for you. What's your favorite?
1: Well, now, uh, let's see, um... Uh... Hey, uh, do you know... Otis!
2: Otis, that's the song.
1: Sure, you know. Washington, that valley forge. Coldest heckin' up folk, George. Otis! Oh, do... Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, how about get out of the wheat thrasher, your mother? You're going against the grain.
1: Oh, I don't know. It's,
2: it's an old spiritual. Oh, uh, look, I-, I got a better idea. You just listen, huh?
1: Okay, but I still like...
6: Otis, you're fighting me. Okay, There's a place I'd like to be And it's back in Tennessee Where your friendly neighbors smile and say hello It's a pleasure and a treat To meander down the street That's why I want the whole wide world to know I love those dear hearts and gentle people In my hometown Because those dear hearts And gentle people Will never ever let you down They read the good book From Friday till Monday That's how the weekend
5: goes I've got
6: a dream house I'll build there one day With picket fence and rambling roads, i feel so welcome each time that i return that my happy heart keeps laughing like a clown i love the dear hearts and gentle people who live and love in my hometown I feel so welcome each time that I return That my happy heart keeps laughing like a clown I love the dear hearts and gentle people Who live and love in my hometown Well, do you like that, Otis?
5: Oh, Diamond, you're dreamy. (laughs) Rick, Otis just swooned. My
2: walls. Come here, Helen. Is silly.
3: Yes, Rick. Oh, darling, you are dreaming.
6: Oh, Diamond, you devil you.
0: You have just heard Richard Diamond, private detective, starring Dick Powell. Ed Begley played Lieutenant Walt Levinson. Also in the cast were Wilms Herbert, Francis Robinson, Jack Crucian, Yvonne Patey, and Charles Seal. Music was under the direction of Frank Worth. Tonight's show was written by Blake Edwards and directed by Russell Hughes. Dick Powell currently may be seen in the motion picture version of the best-selling novel, Mrs. Mike. Two other shows for Sunday on NBC that you want to hear tonight are The American Album of Familiar Music and Take It or Leave It, Together, they make up one hour of the very best-in-listening pleasure for you. Baritone Thomas L. Thomas brings you the songs you love best during the 30 minutes of restful reminiscence on the American album. And immediately following this delightful musical show, Eddie Cantor comes romping into your radio with the $64 question on Take It or Leave It. There's a solid 30 minutes of question marks and laughs when it's time for Cantor, Sunday on NBC make it a point to hear both the American Album of Familiar Music and Eddie Cantor's Take It or Leave It tonight and every Sunday over most of these same NBC stations. They are two more of NBC's great lineup of Sunday shows. This is Eddie King inviting you to be with us next Sunday at this same time when we will again bring you Dick Powell as Richard Diamond, Private Detective. James Melton and Erna Berger star next on Harvest of Stars on NBC.